Good afternoon, Lafayette. This is Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 if you want to call in and be part of the conversation. I want to take a break from the politics of the day for right now, and I want to go into a discussion that's actually very lively on social media, including on the KPL Facebook page. And it's a conversation, actually, you know, Mark, who's sitting across from me working on the board, um, it was, it was a conversation we had this morning on Acadiana's Morning News uh, during Wing It Wednesday, and that is, of course, this discussion of a new performing arts center in Lafayette. So we've got the Hyman, the Hyman Performing Arts Center, and there has been talk for a while now of a new building, building somewhere else, moving the shows that normally perform there to this new facility, wherever it may be. And there is uh, some movement in city parish government to try to get this process going. There was a study there. Uh, the, the city parish government, city government has been looking at it, has been looking at where it could possibly go. Now, here's where it rises to the level of this discussion that we're having and the fact that, that a lot of people feel that there hasn't been discussion at the official level, that there has not been a whole lot of public input. There's been a study, there's been government meetings, there's been all these interest groups that have met and have talked about it. But a lot of people outside of those bodies, outside of those groups, outside of those government bodies, feel they have not gotten enough public input right now. And you can tell that just by going to various social media pages where they talk about this. And seeing the response there. Public discussion is always good. So that's kind of what I want to have today. 232-1542. If you want to call in, be part of the conversation. You can also send a message through the KPL app chat. There are two locations that are being discussed. One is uh, kind of across from the Cajun Dome, kind of across uh, from Cajun Field. There's a in, in that kind of area, there's a, a big open space there. The other location is adjacent to downtown. It is the big parking area around the now First Horizon Bank building uh, just off West Congress. And the proposal there is for a facility that could seat uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of like 2,000 people. The problem is going to be parking for both. The, par- the problem for both is going to be parking, particularly if you have that downtown adjacent area. The parking situation is going to be kind of nightmarish, and that is the big sticking point on that downtown location, as I understand it, talking to a couple people now uh, since this morning's show. We also had a good discussion this morning. Uh, you know, people talk about renovating the north side all the time. You know, why not try something there? The, the problem, I think, the, there has to be a lot to revitalize the north side before you bring something new in, something that big in. So the question becomes, what, do, what, what does the city of Lafayette need? The Hyman Performing Arts Center that we have right now is a good facility. Sometimes, the, depending on where you sit, the acoustics may be a little off, but for the most part, a very good, although old, building. 
but it's going to be the parking situation. The parking and the traffic, no matter where you put it, is going to be something to have to deal with. Which is why I think that downtown location is the less likely of the two possible spots. But let's say that we, let, let's say you've got the big field across from Cajun Field, right? You've, you've got that big space. You can build ample parking around it. You can you have a hotel right there. You have, you know, the football stadium. You've got the Cajun Dome. You've got all that right there. And it's fairly close to the downtown area that there can still be economic development. It can still actually be economically beneficial to the downtown area. And a lot closer than the current Hyman Performing Arts Center. But if you do have that downtown location, it's within walking distance to a lot of businesses and a lot of restaurants and, and everything like that downtown. You don't just make a decision because, hey, we want to revamp our, our uh, performing arts center. You make the decision because we need economic development somewhere. And so that's the decision that has to be made. Where can we put this for the best economic development? Like I said, I want a discussion. 242, if you want to call in on the phone now. Brian, how are you today? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing all right. I'm on the right side of the dirt and everything. Roger that. <laughs> so what you got? So so I'm, I'm not quite sure where this uh, place, where they want to put it. What I'm calling about is uh, the price of tickets. For anything for these shows, it's for the average, you know, Joe to go to a show with their children or or their family. It's absolutely unreal. I looked up uh, tickets to the Illusionist show coming December fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Tickets are are eight hundred and two dollars. Yikes! Per ticket for fairly good seats. Yeah, well, I mean, who who has that kind of money down here? That you know, that's a really good point. Those ticket prices are something you have to look. I think part of it actually comes from the fact that uh, a lot of these tickets are sold. The online tickets are sold through Ticketmaster, and those I think those that's part of the thing that we're seeing nationwide with Ticketmaster and Live Nation right now. That's why the federal government's getting involved because that's effectively a monopoly, and that has a major impact on ticket prices as well. It's 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 absolutely ridiculous that that you know. Um, a middle class family nowadays, they can't take their children to come see something like this. Mm-hmm. And uh I don't know how they're selling tickets. I don't even know how they're selling shows, yeah. uh getting these people down here. I really don't. Yeah. That that's a very good uh, point. They're they're all being purchased, I guess, uh up front at the cost that they're selling them for and then scalping them through these websites. I don't know. Yeah. That's all I had, man. All right. Well Brian think thank you. Thank you very much for the call. All right, let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we've got Lee and others on the line. Please call in 232-1542. Want to hear your comments on this as we take part in this discussion right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. 232-1542 if you want to be part of the conversation. Right now, the conversation is all about, do we need a new Hyman Performing Arts Center? Do we need a new Performing Arts Center in Lafayette? Do we need to move it? And where should it go? We've got Lee on the line. Lee, how are you today? Hey, Joe. Thank you, man. I appreciate y'all commitment. 
to local radio. And uh, I just want to say about the Hyman, in the early 60s, my parents and my sister and I went to, uh, we saw Ray Charles, Smothers Brothers, and uh, James Brown. It was fantastic. Yeah? That sounds like and a stellar my, show. My idea, say again? That sounds like a stellar show. Yes, it was. And uh, we, we've got the Acadiana Center for the Arts downtown right now. Would there not be a way to uh, expand that space for uh, to replace the Hyman? I, given the space, uh, given the seating that's in the, the Hyman Performing Arts Center right now, I, I don't think that the space where the Acadian Center for the Arts is, is is big enough to be able to accommodate that. And uh, again, okay. what they're what they're looking at is that I mean, the the first Horizon Bank Tower that's kind of right there, yes. at, right at the very edge of downtown. Basically, it's got that big and, parking lot around the building. I think that's what they're looking at. And, and you know, Joe, that location downtown, you've got the uh, the Greyhound bus station, mm-hmm. Amtrak. So if people are coming in from Los Angeles, New Orleans, they can get right off downtown there and be at the uh, epicenter of the performance center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, I, that, that is a very good point. The, the accessibility is there. And I think the big concern right now is what about local drivers? And I, I think that's where we're getting into this, you know, is downtown a good position for this? What do you think? Yeah, I, I think uh, downtown is the spot to be. I-49, Evangelical Thruway, future I-49 corridor, and then plus, like I said, Amtrak, the bus, uh, Greyhound, right there, lift, blah, blah, blah. Well, look, hey, I enjoy the show, and uh, I'll see you next time. All right. Well, thank you very much, Lee, for the call. 232-1542, if you want to join in as well. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. Uh, the the accessibility there from from those other means of transportation, uh, but you know I, I've I've looked at the comments online. I've looked at KPL's Facebook page. I know um, our partners here in the building. The other pages have put there have have also got those discussions up. And there's a lot of commentary over whether or not downtown is the place for this. In theory, downtown's a great idea. It's, a, it's, it's the perfect idea. It's one of the liveliest economic centers in Lafayette. You have every reason to want to put a performing arts venue there. But uh, the, it's the space. And particularly the effect on traffic. Because that is a very crowded part of the city as well. And you're ultimately going to have... A traffic. I mean, you're going to have a traffic nightmare anywhere that you have 2,000 plus seating and very limited parking. You're going to have a traffic nightmare just people getting in and out of the area. I wonder if this is going to, and, and, and you can't even really say, well, parking garage, because parking garages have their own traffic problems. I mean, they're, it's very hard to navigate in and out of those when you've got a huge crowd hustling and bustling in the area. So, there's a lot of factors that go into this, which is why I think everybody calling for more public discussion ultimately in the right on this. There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of discussion. There's a lot of planning that has to go into this sort of thing. All right. Again, 232-1542, the KPL app chat as well. We've got Homer on the line. Hi, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, if you're talking about downtown, one of the things that you're going to need to do is you're going to need to uh, pave Jefferson Street mm-hmm. all the way to Louisiana Avenue. 
Yeah. You know, that's that's atrocious. I mean, I mean, I'm embarrassed for the people that have the, that come from out of town and take that route into downtown. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll just beat your guts out. Yeah. And that's one thing. But you got to look at infrastructure, too. You can't just look at, I mean, it's, there's a lot of parking downtown. You know, you got a couple of parking towers. But at the same time, you know, if you don't if you don't provide the infrastructure to get there, what have you got? You got people that are that are looking at, you know, substandard roads and everything else, going to the venue. Yeah, no, you're you're you got to look at that. So so you know, if that's going to cost a fortune, then you might want to put it somewhere else. Yeah, you know, there's I I think everybody's kind of I've had I've heard a lot of people say, well, how much is this going to cost us? And that's a very valid question, but then we get to the question of how much is it going to cost to fix up the area around it? Because if you build in that spot, you're going to have to basically get down to the foundation and, and the foundation of the area, build up from there. You you are going to have to fix the streets around that area. You are going to have to make sure that every road coming in and out of that area can handle a big increase in traffic. And the it it seems like a lot of the roads around there might not be ready for that level of traffic, right? Yeah, I don't think they're wide enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I say, they're they're in disrepair. Yeah, I mean that's that's only only thing you can say about it, just completely in disrepair. Right, and if you, if you go if you go down Je- uh, Jefferson Street and you go through the underpass and get up, I think it's Jefferson Boulevard at that point, mm-hmm. and you know you go all on on towards Louisiana Avenue. I mean, it's just ridiculous how bad that road is. Yeah. No, you're you're. I, right. I wish to, I wish to make the point. I pay, you know, we pay excessive mm-hmm. amounts of property taxes for just these purposes. Yeah. And somehow, the money gets spent, but the roads keep getting worse. That's that sounds that's all over town. Yeah, that's all over town. That's all over the state of Louisiana. I mean, that that is the the Louisiana citizens' lament is constantly the state of our infrastructure, and in that area, which is again one of the most vibrant economic areas you can find, having those pathways in and out, regardless of a performing arts center, that really does need to be, I think, a, a pretty big focus when looking at development down there. Well, it definitely needs to be addressed, and, and you know, my the point that I'm trying to make is. You know, I own some land in Arkansas. I go up to Arkansas. The roads are ten times better than they are here, and I don't know good and well that the tax structure in in anywhere near what ours is. Yeah, you're absolutely you know, right. So, how do they do it? We and we can't. That's a very good question, Homer. Thank you very much for the call. Appreciate it. All right, two three two fifteen forty two. If you want to call in, be part of the conversation. Very good points there as well. It's not just the cost of a building. It's not just the cost of parking. It is the cost of the infrastructure in and around the area as well. And I'm very curious to know what the plan for that is because you can have an economic impact study. You can have all these studies that come in and say all of these things about what this what this area can do, what developing this area, what having this particular building this or whatever, having that set up and ready to go. But if you haven't properly looked at the infrastructure in the area, if you haven't looked at the means of transportation in the area, the parking availability around the area, you're really stuck with something that cannot be utilized to its fullest because of the limitations of the area around it. And that's going to ultimately increase the cost. And yeah, we do 
as Homer mentioned, we do need to uh, we need to figure out how our tax structure is going to help pay for these things because raising another tax for this is not going to be uh, that's, that's that's going to be out of the question entirely. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, more on this discussion and some more news of the day right here on the Joe Cunningham Show News Talk ninety six point five KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL 232-1542 if you want to be part of the conversation. Again, the discussion centered around a new performing arts center. Uh, keep the hymen where it is, move it, etc. Want to get your thoughts on it. We've got Travis on the line now. Travis, how are you today? Yeah, I'm good. You know, talking about this hymen center stuff, you know, and they're moving it downtown. Well, let's look at what we already have downtown. Previous caller said, hey, you know, we got the KNO Center for the Arts. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a performing arts facility. We have Cite's the Arts, which is a private performing arts and, 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 and music uh, venue. We have, fest, uh, we have the Festival International Main Stage, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which is a big outdoor performing arts uh, public venue. We have uh, Park San Susi, which is another uh, outdoor venue. You know, so why are we why are we wanting to focus money and attention in an area that's already satisfied with said product? The same thing goes for across the street from the Cajun Dome. You have the Cajun Dome, which is a massive performing arts capable type center. You have the convention center adjacent to it, which also serves the same purpose as what the Hyman Center does. Again, we're wasting money. And, and, and building facilities that are already satisfied in the area with those facilities when we could be building equity in our city in the areas that are neglected and that need it. Yes, the north side does need a lot of work in order to get it up to par with the south side of town. But in order to do that, in order to build the equity that's, that you need, you know, to, to to, to make those things work, you need to invest in it. And you invest in it by putting a product as such that will generate tax revenue. Because, yeah, the ticket prices are ungodly. But you know what? People still buy it, and people still pay the tax that goes on top of that ticket price. And that generates the revenue that, if spent correctly, can correct those flaws in the area. The other previous caller was 100% on, on, on the money when he said the roads are, are, are atrocious. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there there isn't enough adjectives in the in the English language to describe <laughs> how bad the the roads are on the north side of town, especially the Evangeline Thruway, which, by the way, is also part of you know a federal highway system. Which why aren't we getting those highway those federal tax dollars, John Bell Edwards, you know, to fix those roads that have been in disrepair? For I'm I'm 40 years old. Those roads have been in that condition as my whole life, dude. So what's really going on? We we don't have we don't have a problem with where we need to put you know this 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 center because we obviously have those needs met on this side of town already. We have a problem with how we spend the money that we're already taking from our citizens. That's a stellar point. I I could not agree with you more. I mean, it's we do have so many things that we could work on, and those areas continuing continuously get neglected. Uh, the the north side is one of those areas that. It could be so. It, it could be as vibrant an economic center as anywhere else in Lafayette because there is so the much potential has, there. The north side does not have the outlets for entertainment that the rest of the city has. Yep. I know that's a tough pill for a lot of people listening to to swallow, but the north side does not have. The, and, and look, hey, I graduated from Turlands Catholic. I live on the south side of town. Mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, the north side is not what it used to be whenever I was young. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, if we're looking for a spot, if we're looking for a spot that, that has the acreage and, and that, that can't accommodate it, how about we do something with Holy Rosary? Why haven't we done I mean, that place is just rotting. That place is just rotting. All that acreage. I mean, why, why don't we do something with that? Why don't we do something with the old holodome? Uh, yeah, okay, so the old Winn-Dixie's going to be a planet fitness, but what about the lot that, that's, that's next to the Northgate uh, Mall where the Northgate Cinema used to be? Yeah. What about that big lot? Yeah. You have you have equal entry and exit points on both sides, so that way you can funnel your traffic out onto Mall Street or back onto the throughway where there are lights protecting traffic on both ends. Like, why are we not using rational thought when, when doing this process? It seems to me like someone's getting their pocket greased in order to allow these decisions to be made. Again, the taxpayers in this city, in this state, and more importantly in this nation, aren't getting represented fairly with the money that they're being taxed. Where's that money going? And why isn't it going to the things that need to be going to? There's a bigger there's a bigger problem than just this Hyman Center deal, you know. And again, if you want to pick up another sheet, why is it that Lafayette General, the Ochsner Group, is pushing so hard to get this Hyman Center moved in the first place? That's a that's another question, uh, Travis. Thank you very much for the call. Appreciate your input and uh, going to the KPL app chat again two three two fifteen forty two. If you want to call in, there, there is the app chat on KPL on the KPL app. Um, Kind of similar message there from from uh, Joey who checks in. I don't hear many people asking if we actually need a new Hyman Center at all. You already have the ACA's place downtown along with the Cajun Dome and and others. That's another valid point. Why do we need to make this move? Is it just because of the hospital? Is something else going on? These are these are good questions. You know. A lot of y'all can tell by my voice. I'm a transplant down here. I don't know the area as well as y'all do. I, I only know what I've seen in, in about my 10 years living in this area. So I need y'all to, to call in and kind of fill me in from the historical perspective on it. But based on what I see, Travis has a lot of points. A lot of good points. We have a lot of, a lot of venues already for performing in the downtown area. What we don't have is the money that's being spent on infrastructure, on revitalizing the places that are, frankly, an eyesore. You know, I live in Karen Crow. I used to teach in the north side area. I know that part of town very well. I drive down Evangeline Thruway a lot. That whole part of town does need a lot of work. So does the discussion really need to be how much money are we going to spend to move the Hyman Center or... or is there anything else we can use the money on more effectively? Because a lot of people will say a lot of people say a lot of pretty words about how we need to revitalize the north side, but does it ever actually does anything ever actually get done about it? It's all a fair point. I'm very interested to hear more of your thoughts 232-1542 if you want to call in and be part of the conversation. Now, before we go to our next break, I do want to mention something else. Something something that kind of ties into this. It's a little bit related, but kind of tangentially so. The State Department of Education released its uh, literacy report for elementary students. So they have this plan now where the uh, they have this plan where they're going to assess elementary school students in kindergarten through third grade 
a few times in the year. And what they're going to do is track to see how well these kids are on their, how, how well they're matching up to their, to the reading level they're supposed to be on. So the fall assessments have gone out. They've been, the data has been collected and the state has released the results overall in the state of Louisiana, about 34% of kindergartners are on or above the reading level they're supposed to be on. 66% are not in first grade. 49% are on or above level, 51% below. Second grade, I'm sorry. uh, Yeah. Second grade, 59% on level, 41% uh, below level. And in third grade, 63% on or above level, 37% below level. In Lafayette Parish, second grade is blowing the state out of the water. 94% of our second graders in Lafayette Parish are on or above reading level. Only 6% are not. But in the other three categories, particularly kindergarten, our kids are lagging behind. Same with third grade. Only 54% are on or above reading level in third grade in Lafayette Parish versus the 63% statewide. Moon was talking about it this morning, particularly in his third hour, where he was talking about the reading programs that we've implemented in our elementary schools and how well they may or may not be working. We're seeing some improvement. We're seeing some, we're, we're seeing some new ideas come from the State Department of Education, and we're seeing how well people kind of track. And right now, first and second grade, Lafayette Parish is pretty much on track with the rest of the state. In second grade, like I said, blowing it out of the water. But this economic development isn't just an infrastructure thing. It isn't just a building thing. It isn't just a venues or businesses or anything like that. There's also the human infrastructure. And our school system has been, I've, been, I've sung a lot of praises of LPSS. And not just because they were, my, they were my employer for almost a decade, but because they have put in a lot of work to really bring the district to the next level. But there's still a lot of work to be done, particularly at the elementary level, because we need our children to grow up educated, literate, and successful so that they can bring some of that human infrastructure, keep it here in the Lafayette area, and we're not losing it to other parts of the state or even other parts of the nation. Those numbers, by the way, are on kpel965.com. Lafayette Parish second graders outperform state in literacy. You need to go check out that story. See the numbers there. We're going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we will have more of your thoughts right here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Let's see. It is November 30th. It is the last day of November. Um, so let's see. That's the 11th month of the year. So four months ago, plus, uh, let's see, yeah, four months ago, there was a piece at the advertiser, what a new jail means for Lafayette residents. I don't think I've heard anything about a new jail since July. Have you, Mark? No? No. That was was the... 
the next big the next big spending project, wasn't it? Now I'm not, I'm not I'm not foolish enough to think that government can't multitask. But we've heard a lot about big projects, but we haven't seen them. So the, I, I find that interesting because I remember the stories about the jail and how the, all this discussion of a new jail in Lafayette Parish. And this is more than just four months. This is going back more than a year, this conversation. But the last I'd heard about it, I think, was probably four months ago when they started talking about it again. I just find that a little bit interesting. I would love to see a vibrant downtown area. I like the performing arts. I love to support the performing arts. I want to see more of that. But I would really like to know if everything has been thought through. And I hope that these studies are going to do that. I hope that the, the proposal for another study is going to help with that. I hope that what we have studied so far addresses some of these things. But I really do sometimes have these questions. All right, let's get back to the phone lines. We've got Renee on the line. Renee, how are you today? It's okay. I'm, I'm doing well. I'm thinking about this. You know, uh, maybe it should be is the funding. Maybe the project should be increasing size. It's not good to split your assets, but maybe like the last time we talked about the mall, we should locate some of the performance arts over there for the college at the mall. Mm-hmm. Great parking, great buildings, great great places, just separating the assets, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, there there are some of these other locations as well. That, that side of town doesn't have, I think, a performing arts venue um, going over by the Acadia Animal. That's, that's a great point, Renee. They, you know, performing arts is a big market. You know, mm-hmm. YouTube, movies and stuff. It, it should be made into, I, I mean, not, you know, it's fresh people learning how to do stuff. But if it was at all possible, Lafayette's a tourist area. Put more tourism and cultural projects like at that mall and increase the size of it because it's a market for it. Yeah. And make Lafayette what it is, a tourist, a tourist city. Mm-hmm. Make some money out of it. Yeah. You know, the tourism industry is not just big here, all over the state. So, yeah, that could really, really help put us, put, give us a leg up. All right, Renee, thank you very much for the call. We have some more callers rolling in to 232-1542 if you want to be part of the conversation. We've got Warren now. Warren, how are you today? Hey, man, thank you all so much. But don't go through too much trouble because Biden plans on killing all of us. It'll just be for the foreigners. Oh man, way to way to just throw a wrench in the whole plan, Warren. Thank you, I'm thank sorry. you very much. <laughs> that's, it. Oh, that's that's that was a mic drop. Okay, Warren just mic dropped on us. All right, uh, you know, got a couple minutes left. Two, three, two, fifteen, forty-two. If you wanna you wanna be part of the conversation on this, um, I, I actually hadn't expected the whole show to to be about it, but uh, y'all are very passionate about it, and I like it. Um, like I said, go to our Facebook page because we've got the story up there. A lot of conversation happening there all over social media. And, of course, you need to tune in to, to Acadiana's morning news tomorrow morning because it will be Lafayette Live. And this discussion, I'm pretty sure, will probably come up when Mayor President Josh Guillory is in to talk about all the stuff going on in Lafayette. I know Brandon uh, is thinking about maybe asking about it. I'm very curious to see how this develops because you know, I like the performing arts, like I said. Love it, support it, want to see a vibrant arts community here. But you cannot 
build a community solely around the arts. It doesn't actually work. You can have a community that supports the arts by building up a vibrant community around it that is inviting to the arts, but that can't become the sole focus. And when you have all of these other things that are going on in Lafayette, we have performing arts venues, as Travis mentioned earlier. We have several of them. What we really need is to make sure that we have a built-up, vibrant community looks good and is good for business development. And I'm kind of leaning, although I can be, I can be wrong on this and I can be convinced otherwise. I'm kind of thinking that the spending question is the bigger question here. Do we need to be spending the money on this rather than on something else to help develop the poorer areas of Lafayette, the blighted areas of Lafayette, the places that have, it, that have been neglected for years and years and obviously have been neglected for years and years? Is there a more effective way to handle the money situation there, the financial situation there? a better way to make our communities look and feel vibrant across the entire city, not just in one particular area. All right, y'all. Great, great show today. Thank you guys very much for calling in and being part of the show. Love visiting with you as always. 23 hours until I'm back again here on the Joe Cunningham Show. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show, Substack, JoeCunninghamShow.substack.com. Check out everything I've written there. Be back with y'all tomorrow. Shannon is offsides next here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.